1: GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the
0: keys, you grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the
1: 00 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. What up, though? It's the Beat Game boss, and Beats. And I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. God damn it. Yeah, never let them begin these play. Put that on my baby. Forges on a Maybach
2: truck and cost away. Alright, so we got the one and only Ant Beats jumping off the porch with us today. What up, though, man? Yeah, man. it's a pleasure to be here, man. Nah, I I'm appreciate a big it.
1: fan, man. I've been watching.
2: Oh, that's love, man. Yeah. You know, we've been posting your music for so long, too, yeah, man, man. So, so nothing but love on this side too, man. I already know. Yes sir, man. Yeah, so first I'm just go ahead and introduce uh, you know who who else is on the porch with you today it's too, my man. My brother,
1: man, Stuntman Beats, man, Beat Game, man. Another addition to Beat Game, you know. He produced a lot of classics, you know, okay. just as well as I did. So I want to shine some light on him too because he he deserved it.
2: Okay, that's what's good, man. So what else you got planned, uh, or what what else have you been working on since you've been in Atlanta, man? Uh, just been moving
1: around, doing interviews, uh, working with other producers. Hmm. You know trying to get in with other artists you know okay same thing I do every time I come to Atlanta
2: yeah who are some of the other producers you be tapping in uh with here in Atlanta though? uh I've
1: been uh I recently had went out to uh well he the producer producer, more like a mix engineer mm-hmm. uh Tilly okay yeah yeah I went into his house he got like guitar center at his house like <laughs> it's crazy like I went over his house and got jealous I never when over was somebody house and wanted to steal in my life. <laughs> For real, he had everything, huh? <laughs> He had everything over there.
2: Oh, that's all um, over there. there.
1: Yeah, uh, my boy KP.
2: Okay. Yeah. What about artist-wise, who you be working with, or do you try and reach out to different artists each time you're out here?
1: Yeah, I mean, really, I just uh, tap in on my manager and then whoever, you know, he they send me who working, who here, who working. It'd be crazy because it'd be like a lot of artists from the city, from my city, be be here working. Oh yeah, so Absolutely. I end up pulling up on them if you know if anything.
2: Yeah, definitely, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what what part of uh Detroit are you from? All over. All over. Yeah. Okay. Mainly
1: from the west side. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mainly from the west side, but I lived on the east side. I didn't stay in Inkster. I, oh really? I lived a little bit everywhere. Yeah.
2: yeah. Do you feel like the city of Detroit's changed much since we were younger up until today, or is it pretty much all the same these days? Um, I
1: feel like it changed, like, the, I feel like it changed as far as like, like worldwide, like the, the vision of Detroit to the world. I feel like the culture is almost still the same. I feel like it's evolving. Yeah. But the culture still the same.
2: Absolutely, man. Yeah, just kind of talk about, you know, the impact Detroit culture has had, man. you know, on the rap game and, you know, just the culture in general, too.
1: Yeah. I'll be seeing everywhere I go now. I'll be seeing everybody with the Buffs all
2: <laughs> Real shit.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, the Rollies always going to be the trophy, but, man, I, the Buffs, y'all not going to sit here and act like y'all ain't got that <laughs> from us, man. Yeah, man. The music, you know, a lot of people, music is – uh they. they using that up-tempo that Detroit mm-hmm. style a lot of uh, out-of-town producers and you know oh yeah they are uh, using it you know it's cool i mean the way i look at it i'm like okay they paying attention now
2: yeah yeah because yeah, you when you first started out Detroit was so overlooked yeah. like you know especially outside of Detroit yeah. like i know i understand Detroit you know the people in Detroit the artists in Detroit they always fucked with that sound but it seemed like it wasn't catching on until recently
1: yeah like people like, when I used to come out of town, they didn't want to hear that shit. Like, that shit was weak to them. Um, Yeah, like, so I used to like have to get into like making other different type of beats and stuff. I make all type of beats, like, but you know, my go-to sound is our sound.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: But it's catching on now, so it's like everybody on it. So like, even when I do go somewhere and play Like my other type of shit, they be like, no, we want that one shit.
2: Oh yeah, right now? Yeah. Yeah. If they hitting you up, you know they want that choice. Yeah, we
1: want that one shit, man. Give us the shit that you give, dog.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Nah, that's real, man. So you started off rapping first before you were making beats, is that correct? Yep, I was rapping when I was like nine. Okay.
1: Then I started making beats at like 13 with my cousin. And I just get kind of just got more into the producing. Hmm and playing in the background. I didn't care about being seen like that.
2: Now some of your videos, your shit was going up though back in the day, man. Yeah,
1: it was. I, yeah, it was.
2: What, would you say like your passion was more making beats or?
1: It was just being a musician, just period. Like just, just creating it was just more my passion. And, was, and you know, I just, some people like, don't follow through hmm. how they supposed to. And now I feel like that's what I did as an artist. I didn't follow through. I had, I had it, but I, I will invest more time into somebody else before I invest that time into myself. Yeah. And I feel like
2: it's a gift and a curse. Well, in the end, it worked out for you. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure you have no regrets no, about no, that, I don't. shit, right? I don't. So, you know, rapping when you were nine, like, who were you listening to back then that, you know, may have inspired you like, man, let me try out this rapping shit, too, then?
1: Uh. A lot of people don't know uh, Trick Trick, my uncle. Okay. Shout out yeah. to Trick Trick. Yeah, that's my blood uncle. Um, so I was inspired by everything he had going on mm. at the time. Then uh, when I got started getting a little bit older, I was wa- I was watching my big bro Hella Okay. Shout out to my big brother, you know, Twin Towers. Yes, sir. Um, Snow Limit, the, the Cash Moneys, of course. So. Yeah, that's, that's what mainly what I was listening to. Okay. And it wasn't, that, I, was, I came up in a music household. Like that was first thing in the morning, music playing. Really? Yeah, loud. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Waking your ass up, Yeah, uh. for
1: real, especially in the summertime. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. So how'd you lock in with Hell of I
1: a- um, I don't like, like when I first met him, I was already like a fan of like the May West movement. Okay. And you know what I'm saying? Everything they had going on. And I was still kind of like, in between rapping and producing, when I have finally like met him like up in person, I really lowkey with Star Trek, he don't even know. <laughs> so I just told him like, bro, I don't even know you like that, but well, I look at you like a big brother, bro. Then, uh-huh. Ever since then, he just like open arms. Like, yeah, well, you my little brother then, like, and you know, we collab, and I come, I get him advice on the production. He give me advice. You know, we keep each other on our toes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: What did that mean for you, for him to be able to like embrace you for that, too?
1: Man, it was crazy. And he actually like, you know, he was rapping, too. hmm And he really cold. for oh, real. yeah. Like,
2: I remember posting this shit. Man, I told him this, too, man. Like, wow. Man, I don't, I don't
1: know nobody who can out-rap really, for real. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, he, um, I mean, it meant a lot. He actually rapped on one of my beats. For real? Yeah, he rapped on one of my beats but yeah, it just, it meant a lot for them actually just embrace me. I didn't, I wasn't expecting that. Hmm. It got to a point where I, I felt like I was bugging him, but I used to pop up at the studio downtown. When he had downtown, he'd pop up up there. Little big bro. Like <laughs> he's like, what's up little bro? You know, and uh. it's just the rest was history. Yeah. yeah.
2: When would you say like you finally like, um, you know, found your sound as a producer, like found the lane that you wanted to go with? Um, see, what's
1: crazy is I never had nothing I particularly stuck to sound-wise mm-hmm. because like every time I did catch a specific wave, everybody would follow behind. And I feel like I had to switch it up, but I, not, now that I'm older and I, you know, I realize that's not a bad thing. Yeah, That's actually a good thing. Mm-hmm. I used to get mad at it. like, I don't get mad at shit no more, like. um mm-hmm. But what I did, I just stuck to my formula. So like how I mix my beats or uh, my process of making beats. So I just kind of stuck to the formula of how to have my shit hit in a certain way. Mm-hmm. So where, you know, that, that can't be duplicated.
2: Yeah. How'd you lock in with Snapdog? I know you was working with him way back.
1: That was my artist. Okay. Yep. Yeah. That was my artist. Uh, I was managing him actually. Okay. Uh, I seen him uh, perform, I had seen him perform and uh, with another artist that I was locked in with, and Cash Paid, this was back in like 2013. Hmm. And his crowd control was crazy. Like he wasn't even rapping for real. So I'm like, bro.
0: Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah.
1: So he had like one song recorded when, when I met him. Like, you know, really? That's yeah, it? yeah. We about to lock in. So our chemistry like was crazy. Like, and it went, you know, it went somewhere. But you know, how it go when you, when you evolve and as an artists and even as a producer. You know, things happen business wise. Yeah. And uh, know, we had to eventually go our way, but we still family. Okay. We're still brothers. We got got a good relationship to this day.
2: Yeah. And he's solid dude too, man. Yeah. snap, man. um yeah. so going back to trick trick man um that twerk that pop that how did that song come about did you know who was going to end up being on the song at the time too
1: it's crazy because every time somebody say yeah i'm gonna get this person i don't never believe it or like <laughs> i don't take it serious until i hear it i'm just i'm gonna believe it when i see a type of person or it just gotta hit me like but that was crazy, like, and it's like a lot of people can't say like, hey, I'll produce something for Eminem.
2: Absolutely, yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, he was like, um, he basically, I had some stems of vocals. My uncle, he had sent it, to, sent it to me of like a song and he was like, I need you to make a beat around this. Okay. I'm like, all right. So he's like, I want you to do your thing though. Like, do you. I'm like, all right, cool. He's like, I'm gonna put somebody special on this. I'm like, all right, bet. So I sent him the beat and he loved it. My uncle like, he's particular, he's picky, but he loved this beat. And uh, he's like, yeah, I'm about to put Marshall on it. <laughs> I'm like, Marshall who? M. All right. <laughs> and you know me think, I'm like, man, I know they got a good relationship, but you know, yeah. I still be like, man, he's he gonna take all day. He gonna take all day, send the vocals. He sent the vocals right back, like, just that like sick. that and yeah he let me hear the song i lost my mind damn like, damn that's one for the history books right there
2: absolutely And yeah. was royce already on the song too or did nope. he come later on he
1: came later on so M was on the song first and then royce yeah. got on there
2: yeah that's yeah. major right there yeah, man. that's hard that's three detroit legends yeah, right man. there yeah
1: shout out royce
2: too for sure
1: man it's like an uncle too hmm.
2: So how did you get your tags, man? I know you've had a lot throughout the years. You had the Ant Beats one. You had the Ant Did the Track. Yep. What up, Ant? I'm sure I'm missing one or two more, right? <laughs>
1: Bitch, you know Ant Did the Beat. That's right, <laughs> yep. Uh, so, sometimes I just catch the moment. like. Hmm. So like we recording and then somebody say something, I might just keep it Like, I might use this letter. Uh, Ant Did the Track, that's actually me saying that.
2: Okay, that and was then, the first one you had or?
1: That's the very first tag. Okay. It was really like corny for real. So I had cut it in half. <laughs> so I used to be like, oh. uh <laughs> It's like, Ant did the track. Yeah, it's banging like that. <laughs> so I just cut it in half and just made it. Ant did the track of like, it. Huh. And then the beat gang, that's my oldest that's my oldest daughter, my baby. Oh,
2: for real. Okay, yeah. cool.
1: She I had her say it when she was like three. She thirteen now. Oh
2: shit. So you been at that one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Andy did the track and beat game, that was like my first like main go-to tags. Yeah. Um, bitch You Know Ant Did the Beat. That's go-to the Okay. That came off the song Trippin'.
2: Okay, yeah.
1: Yeah. And then uh, What Up Ant, that was that's Tay B.
2: So how do you yeah. figure out which one you gonna put on these beats?
1: <laughs> uh the style of beat. Like it was more okay. laid back, I put the What Up Ant, or the Ant Did the Track, or Well Ant did the track and go on any beat. That's like the main one. Yeah. The bitch you know and did the beat, that's the ignorant, the the hard, yeah, the shit you talk your shit on. Yeah. That's that's
2: them. Yeah. Bet. All right, so the new single with Icewear and Kodak just dropped,
1: man. man yeah, crazy. Man, yesterday
2: I, I know your fucking phone was blowing up yesterday.
1: Man. And you already know the feedback as a producer. You know that the feedback you're gonna get, especially from the people around or people mm. you did business with. Damn, bro, why didn't you let me hear this beat?
2: For real, bro, I played You beat get that this a beat. lot. Damn, like, why didn't I get that?
1: Ten times, bro, you looked over it every time. So now somebody got it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not nice zone. And you feel like, oh, you sent him all the good beats.
2: Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Check your email. That should been in yeah. there, right? <laughs> yeah, every time. So how did that come about? Was that just like a pack you had sent to Icewear? Is that something Vezo had asked for specifically or? Uh, I actually made the beat.
1: I actually made that beat like almost four years ago. Oh, for sure. sure it was three years ago when, when he came home. Okay. I gave him the beat I, when I just made it. And I don't think I put no mix on it or nothing. I just just straight gave it to him. I feel like he was sound good on this. No. Oh. And we can mix it later. He he knew he wanted, but he didn't know what to do with it at the time. He said, I, I, I'm gonna figure it out. I forgot I gave him the beat. I'm sure you so did, So I and yeah, played it for longer. some other people that that looked over it, but that's how you know how the universe worked. And he, uh, he hit me a couple months ago like, hey bro, remember that one beat you gave me? And I was like, he told me the name of it. And I was like, yeah, he was like, yeah, it's time. So he was like, yeah, I figured it out. I'm like, all right and then he finally told me that he's gonna put somebody on it, but he didn't tell me who. Hmm. Then he just sent it to my phone. He sent me the song. Like, hey, uh, listen to that song I just sent you. Like, me and Bezo got like a tight relationship. Yeah. Like, long time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I listened to the song and I then ready to the flip. <laughs> I'm like, man, what? He like, he's like, yeah, man. It's gonna my first single on the QC.
2: That's hard, yeah.
1: So yeah, you you, yeah, you going out with the band?
2: <laughs> nah, definitely. And you went up there for the video. Coming in with the band, yeah, I went up there. Yeah. So what was it like chopping it up with Kodak and everything? So was that your first time meeting him, or have you met him before?
1: Nah, uh, was my first. I did see him. I seen him. Uh, me and Hella was in Miami working on. Um, me and Hella was in Miami working on uh four two Doug first project, and okay. I seen him in the mall. Huh. But I ain't say nothing to him. He said something to Helly though, cause they already got a relationship. Yeah. So I ain't say nothing to him. But that was my first, but that uh, the video shoot that was my first time actually meeting him and having a conversation oh, with him. Yeah. And yeah, I, I sent him a pack too,
2: so. Oh shit.
1: Yeah, so. Koenig been on five, man. So we playing something with him. That's gonna be yeah, huge right going there. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, me and Stumman working on a pack for him right now, actually. Okay. We made some, yeah, made some stuff last night. So, yeah. send that over.
2: Yeah, the song going up, man. I, I didn't check where it's at today, but I'm sure it's a couple hundred thousand by these. now, right?
1: I didn't check <laughs> I can only imagine. Yeah. I watched the, uh, I watched the premiere, and that, that was it. For real. <laughs> yeah, I sat there and waited like everybody else. I'm yeah. commenting like
2: like a fan. Like, yeah, because when the pictures dropped, everyone was like, Fezzel and Kodak, yeah. what the fuck this going to sound like? Yeah. I know they was ready for that. And they shoot.
1: even had the song playing low at the video shoot to where, like, Oh, for Nobody real! You couldn't even, really that hear that it? was there. You could really hear it. like they put the song like right in the artist's face to where they can hear it good enough to know. They did not
2: want no one leaking that shit. Yeah. right?
1: <laughs> they like don't record nothing. record, don't post it until after the video should come out. Yeah, yeah
2: no, that was smart, yeah. man. Um, so how did you dig come about?
1: Man, it's so crazy. You dig? Um. I played the beat for Doug first. Okay. I played the beat for Doug. Uh, We was at my studio, I had just made the beat and I felt like he would sound good on it. So I played it for him and then I guess it was just wasn't the vibe right now. So, you know, sometimes you gotta double back on something. It just wasn't the vibe at the time. So we did some more up-tempo. He has like go to to another beat. So we did some more up-tempo. So then uh we did another session with Doug and then V's came. Hmm. So I got us my own like studio compound uh, in Detroit and, and Southfield. So, uh, so I had let V's go in the B room while me and Doug was recording the A room. So he was like, uh, Ant, give me a beat. And me and Doug, like, no, me and V's, we always been tight, like, but we never really like did nothing together for real. But it's always like mutual respect, like we know, like, we're going to get our time. Like I'm in to just build relationships. Mm-hmm. So, um, he's like, give me a beat. So, I end up putting some beats to the side, went over there playing them for him while Doug was, you know what saying, get his ideas together. I ran in the B room, played some beats, and that beat came. He's like, I want that one. So, he put like a little idea on it, you know what I'm saying, like uh, his, uh, some of his words that he wanted to say on there. Mm-hmm. But he didn't finish it. So then, uh, he's like, uh.
0: Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles
1: and a breakfast cut off? ba da ba ba uh, Had Doggy put the verse on there. That's what we call it, dude. We call him Doggy. <laughs> so he's like, Had Doggy put the verse on there. So then he was like, "Um, I was like, yeah bro want you to do a verse, but he in there sleepy. So he put like a half a verse on there. So I was like, yeah, we're going to revisit this. Yeah. But at least I told, at least I had him started. So then V um, was like, let me hear it. So I sent it to him and then he was like, um, just send me the session. He's like, I'm about to have baby get on there. Whatever, bro. He's like, no, nah, baby about to get on there for real. So he sent me the email. I sent the we transfer file, and never got the um, never got the download confirmation. Yeah, because they sends it to yeah, you email they when send they download email, it. but never got the download confirmation. Like said, so said download your your file. So I'm like, yeah, he ain't never doing that. He ain't never doing that shit. He don't like that shit. So then, uh, I end up dinner dinner hitting my dad's dinner like it did everybody else's. So I got the I get got hit up by the actual engineer who ended up re recording the song and uh and then a and r so that's when i realized okay this, this is real hmm. i didn't know when it was dropping i never heard the song you didn't even hear it that so happened. it's like a whole different song now like yeah so yeah so i didn't hear it till everybody else heard it for real oh shit i think i heard it the day before it dropped yeah but yeah i was super excited i was super excited about that yeah. one, especially when i found out it was coming it's
2: on billboard too
1: yeah man it's huge right there yeah, man, on the Hot 100. Like, I've been on the Billboard, but Hot 100, like, that's, yeah. that's big for me.
2: Yeah. And got you on the Billboard producer chart also, too. Yeah. That's major right there, because there's only ten producers they put on there, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, ten. Yeah. They put me at number seven. That's,
2: man, unreal. No, nah, that's hard as shit right there, man. Congrats on that. Appreciate it. Yeah. So going back to Vezo, man, like, how did you guys first lock in? We know, like you said, you've been locked in with them for a while, man.
1: Um. Man, I met Bezo as I met Iceworth Bezo as Young Vez. Okay. Young Vez a little bit over a decade ago. Um uh, we met I had a studio uh in this building called Greenfield Plaza. Like everybody used to record at. It. Hmm. So it's like a series of studios in the basement. And I had one. And um my man's uh, Mustard most Hated. Okay, yeah. Most Hated DVD. Mm-hmm. He ended up putting me with Bezo. He's like, man, I want you to, you know what I'm saying? It was like, he was managing him at the time. He's like, I want you to work with my man's so, uh, Icewear Bezo. No, Young Bez. So then he was like, uh, he brought him to me. I get to playing beats. And then he was like, damn, bro. He's like, damn, where you been at all my life, man? <laughs> He's like, man, we locked in for the show. So I had a little situation at the Greenfield Plaza tour that I had to get away from that. And I just took all my equipment. I always had my own equipment, though. Took all my equipment. And I moved it back to my mama house. Hmm. I had the whole East Side at my mama house, like Bezzo, the whole team East Side, Peezy, Babyface, Dame. Everybody used to be at my house every other day. God oh, damn. Yep. On the West Side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, we've been locked in ever since. So okay. We've been a decade plus.
2: How did the song "Every Day with Future" come about?
1: Um. That was another like, well, I just sent beats. And I don't send beats like that. I really work, I'm used to like working with, like one-on-one with artists. Okay. So like, you know, I send something like somebody I got a relationship with, they were like, yeah, bro, send me a pack. I'll send some over. And then he's like, hey, this this one don't do nothing with this one. Then he's like, future getting on this one. So I was like, all right. So then he's like, hey bro, he did it. We recorded the song last night. I'm like, send it to me. He's like, bro, don't play it for nobody, bro. I'm like, bro, I ain't gonna play it for nobody, bro. I, I don't want the song to leak just as bad as you don't, shit. So he sent it to me. And like Future, one of my favorite like, artists of like all time. So like, that was like a whole different feeling. Like just, you know.
2: Yeah, that's major right there. Yeah, that's man. Pluto, man. Yeah, that's, that's Pluto. Uh, sir. That. Yeah.
1: Man, hopefully I get some more work in in the future, man, so. Nah, that song
2: was so dope, too, yeah, man, it was like. definitely. Definitely need to collab more on that yeah. shit,
1: man. So now I know our sound go good together.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, you just put the, out this new project with Jizzle, man. Long live Jizzle. Yeah, um, man, long live my yeah, brother. Just kind of talk about, like, your relationship with him, your chemistry, working with him, and all that.
1: Man, really, it was just, it was universal, man. It, it just, the universe brought us together, like. Cause I was always like locked in like with like band gang and everybody that was around him. When he came home, it's like, we just clicked. Like it's just, I'm like, it's like I found my long lost little brother, like, Mm. you know? So um, we used to, when I was in between studios, I was going down to a hell of a studio. And when it was at Midtown, I was going down there then we ended up recording a few songs and he had, um, and I just, you know, was getting to know each other for real. And I just ended up like, damn, we ended up liking like a lot of the same stuff, like the anime shit, Dragon Ball Z, and, and stuff like that. We just, just clicked. And then he just, just genuine. Like, he had called, don't even want, you know, what I'm saying, everybody that called me or reached out to me, they most, most don't want something. Mm-hmm. He had called just to check on you or. You know what I'm saying? Hey bro, I ain't heard from you in a couple of days. You good? You know what I'm saying? How the family, like, he's that type of person. Like, and I'm like, damn, I like this little nigga, man. Yeah, that was my, that was my baby though. Like, yeah. so yeah, when he passed, man, that shit, that, that shit left an empty space.
2: You got more records with Jizzle on the cut or did you kind of just drop them all on that project?
1: No, I definitely got more.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah, I'm about to, I'm working on an album too, so hmm. probably gonna put something on there.
2: For sure, man. Yeah. Long live Jizzle, man.
1: Uh, long yeah. live my boy. Yeah.
2: So um, you've been working with Doug for a minute, man. Yeah. How'd you How'd you get first uh, link up with him?
1: Um. So my big bro Hefe, shout out to Hefe, man. Um. He basically was like, when Doug first came home from the six years that he had did, mm-hmm. he was like, yeah, my young daughter just got jailed. jail. I've been with seeing them though, like on uh, like a few people pages when he got out but I wasn't really that paying attention. I just seen like a short dude, you know what I'm saying? He got the chain on, like got the buddy. I was like, man, a lot of people was posting, like, welcome home. Yeah. So then my big bro, he like, yeah, he called him Dugga. He was like, "Uh, yeah, my young dog Dugga, man, you gotta lock in with him, like, he really cold. And my big bro, he always bring me artists. You know, some we like, some I lock in with, some I can't stand, you know, so. (laughs) So I kind of almost blew it off, but then he started playing his music. I'm like, hey, play that back. Yeah. So I'm like, damn, bro, you might be on to something. He said, yeah, man. He's like, yeah, you need to lock in with him, bro. He, he hard. And you know, I get that all the time. So, but he ended up being special. Like his songs playing over in my head after I heard it. So I'm like, bro, can you send me that? So he had to send me some of the songs. Then when I get back to this, I was actually in Atlanta and I get back to Detroit I ended up bumping into him oh, CJ Barrymore. Uh, I bumped into him, walked up to him, like, bro, I fuck with your shit, bro. Then he was like, I fuck with your shit too. And it was like history after that. Like, yeah, changed numbers, and we like went to the studio the net, very next day. Oh, wow. Yeah, very next day. Yeah. And it's been history after that.
2: Yeah, you did one of my favorite uh, songs by him, that Free Me. Oh, yeah, That man. shit's so hard, bro.
1: Appreciate it. I made that sitting on his, flow in his uh, Really <laughs> in his apartment. <laughs> When he's on, uh, he's on house rest.
2: That's crazy, right there. Uh, uh What'd you think of the video for Peasy Big Worm?
1: When that shit—it was came? creative. Uh, shout out with Apollo. I like it. I like his video. I want him to shoot something for me. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a creative video. I like that video.
2: Yeah, that shit was hard, but yeah.
1: You and Peasy got some more shit in the cut. Yeah, I actually got a song from Peasy that's going on my album. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Call ain't got time so that's coming soon then you know i'll be locked in with everybody for real so we always gonna have something new coming
2: for sure man um t grizzly man you know you guys got a lot of records that you guys put out man yeah um so did you know him before he went in or did you lock in with him okay yeah.
1: i was yeah I, i actually was like a I knew him since he was like 16 or, you know what oh, I'm saying? Wow. 15, 16, he was young, like All-Star T, that's when I knew him. Okay, yeah. Um, so I knew when he came home, he was about to go crazy, but I didn't know he was about to go that crazy. Like, he <laughs> went cra- he went up. But yeah, uh, yeah, we've been locked in for for a long time too. Yeah. yeah so our relationship, different. They, they done recorded at my mama house. Huh. You know, they've been from studio to studio with me. You know, I had I had studio on Joy Road, you know. So, you know, he used to dinner walk around to my house and record. Yeah. You know, uh. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say,
0: "This is ludicrous,"
1: but that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim. Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us.
2: Thanks, Mr. Chris.
1: No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.
2: Right, right there. Yeah. And so you mentioned you preferred like to cook up with the artists, or do you prefer yeah. just to have the beats ready? Yeah, of course.
1: I send some, or like if I know I'm about to go in with a certain artist, I cook up some. Uh, I cook up some pre- prior to our session. And play some, or sometimes I might make some right then and there. Yeah. And then, you know, it's, it's all universal for real. Like it's whatever catch. Like sometimes it might not be, they might not record on the beat that you made for them. They might mm-hmm. have you just play some something that's in your archive, and and y'all make a classic off of that. So it's just you know, I just like being prepared from all forms. Absolutely. How yeah. You, how you want to play it? Want to cook up some? All right, bet.
2: And are you very hands on when an artist is recording over your beat or you kind of just let them do their thing?
1: Um, definitely hands on. But sometimes it depends on the artist.
2: Yeah, I know some artists kind <laughs> of. Some
1: artists are stuck in their ways and their headaches. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, uh, everybody I work with, mostly everybody I work with, they respect my opinion and my decisions. I'm not too hard on them. I just say, hey, bro, say this like this or I will just be honest. Like, bro, that don't sound that's a reach.
2: <laughs> I think a lot of rappers need to hear that these days, yeah, man. That's a reach, bro. <laughs> they need that criticism, yeah. man. <laughs> All right, so talk to us about Beat Gang, man.
1: Beat Gang, man. It's the, it's the production company, man. That's that's uh it's, it's quite a few of us. But this is like my this my right hand. He like my partner for real. Okay. Stunt man Beats. He produced he produced Yes Sir for Chief Keith. Okay. Yeah, so that's going up crazy just yeah, yeah, yes sir. Uh he co-produced uh Sugar Baby for Meg the Stallion hmm. uh with with Hulibur. Okay. So shout out big bro. Um yeah, we working. Resume just as long as mine's though. Know. Yeah. We got a few up and coming producers. We got Hills Flame, uh Radio Rob, Lee on the track. Yeah, we working, we uh we in the process of locking in some artists too. Hmm.
2: What's the ultimate goal for Beat Gang? Like, what are you really trying to accomplish with the brand?
1: Just apply pressure, you know? It's like, it's always what's new or what's next. Hmm. Like, so every time, I don't ever get, uh, I don't ever get too uh, in my head about what I got going on right now. I know I got a lot of good stuff going, but I always like, all right, this is good. It's a good thing. All right, what's next now? So I, we just stay hungry, you know, try to, Keep that, keep that hustle in us. No,
2: absolutely, man, yeah. yeah. So Hit House Studios, yep. just finished, right? This things open for the yeah. public
1: now? I ain't publicly open it yet, but yeah, for the most part. <laughs> I ain't did like no grand opening, but yeah, it's, it's, it's open for people who reach out and okay. you know, uh, people who already got relationships with. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Was it easier than you thought opening the studio, or was it harder than you expected?
1: See, like it's the first like compound studio like I ever had. Like usually I go on somebody else facility, yeah, and then have rooms. Um, I have a room or two in somebody else building and be paying them rent. But it's like now nah, I got my own shit uh so it wasn't easy (laughs) a grind we
2: got a couple studio rooms here that we built out uh,
1: collab with some other producers here before for real okay times yeah had no idea i'm like man i'm coming to the same place i've been before
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so like i know my boy who put the studio together he was like man that shit was a headache
1: man it's a headache man especially getting how you want it Mm -hmm. you know it's still little knickknacks that irritate you and just you know it's a process timely timely process too but we got it done. Yeah. yeah.
2: Congrats, man, because like I said, I know that shit's a lot of hard work, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, what does being a father taught you about life?
1: Um, yeah, that's, it's, you got something to hustle for. So if you feel like you, you know, lazy, you know, I mean, you, you know, if you can't, if you ain't gonna grind for yourself, you know, you gotta grind for somebody else. So like, so anytime I do feel, getting one of my little modes, I'd be like, man, I want my kids to have this, or want my son, I buy my son everything I got, <laughs> you know? I just, uh, you know, start paying on him a Rolex, <laughs> little baby Rolex, uh, you know, he uh, baked, the mirrors all that stuff I want my son my son is a splitting image of me he don't care about it though <laughs> no he don't even know what he the hell care about is it, right? that's just how I am you know especially when we he will be able to
2: look back like man uh, yeah. pops have me right
1: have me fresh as hell yeah yeah so <laughs> it's just it's always something to hustle for and yeah that's
2: hard right there um so what's next aunt
1: applying more pressure man we got more you got a lot of placements in the pipeline. So um, it's a lot of situations. that has been creeping up in my doorstep. Hmm. So I'm just, I'm taking my time, just taking my time and uh, weighing my options. I ain't trying to rush and jump into nothing. You know, like I said, I'm, I'm universal. So, you know, I just like whatever feels right to me, that's what I'm gonna do.
2: Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. Does it get frustrating when artists hold on to some of these songs, man?
1: Um not necessarily the songs, but when you hold on to the beat, hmm. that's when you got me fucked up. Like.
2: Yeah, because you're like, man, I know someone else will kill this shit.
1: <laughs> no, <Nah>, for real. <laughs> like, sometimes I give them a time limit. Like For real? <laughs> yeah, I ain't even gonna care. Like, shoot. do you tell them, like, hey, I'm giving up this beat to someone else, or I'm gonna ask you, did you listen to some? Some might reply, some might like not. Hey, just listen to one of them beats. And if they do end up recording a song, we just wanna have to cross that road when we get there. Yeah. You know, so whoever's spending the bigger bag or you <laughs> It's know, all business at the end of the or day. Whoever right? song's gonna go up the most is is business at the end of the day. But I don't I really don't care for one that's why I try to hands on. Yeah. Be hand, more hands on as possible. But you know, you know we, the shit uh, getting done. In yeah, the yeah, for sure. But if I know it's a song there, then I I'm I'm not gonna go man, you know. Cause somebody can always do something with the song. I might try to use the song. Really. Yeah.
2: All right, then, you got any shout outs you like to give before we wrap it up here, bro?
1: Yeah, man. Uh, man shout out to the, to the B gang, man, the home team. Shout out my brother Stuntman, coming with me, man, Hold me down. Um, Hit House Studios, we coming. Shout out my big brother, Helleva, Hefe, yeah, you already know. Yeah, never let them pussy play. Put that on my baby, on a truck them
0: Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level.